Coming up on today's Expedition Retirement, it is Super Bowl weekend. Everybody talking about Tom Brady and his retirement. Well, his money is obviously ready. Is Tom ready to retire? And as long as we're on the sports thing, sports betting in Ohio has exploded. Have you thought about the taxes? Oh, sorry about that news. And the risks of giving bad financial gifts to your family. All of that coming up on today's Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Welcome once again to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, and what we do on this show is talk about that time when you're going to hang it up. You're going to walk away from work, and you're going to go into retirement. And you think to yourself, I've been saving all these years. I hope I've done it right. I hope I have all my bases covered. Well, here we're here to talk through that part of it. And Greg Ayler does that every single day. Greg, how are you doing today? I am pumped up, Randy. You are. I am pumped up. I had a weekend full of stuffing books into folders. That's the kind of weekend <laughs> I had. I stuffed 1,104 versions of my book into folders with my team going out to clients this week. So the book has arrived. The first wave are going out to existing Golden Reserve clients as a thank you. And, you know, the official launch date is Valentine's Day, February 14th. Mm -hmm. But we're giving a little early sneak peek to all of our Golden Reserve clients. And I sat around and with my, you know, my twins, my daughter, actually my parents came down and we had like a book stuffing party. So <laughs> we basically broke it down and capitalized on some child labor and uh, got it done over the course of Saturday and Sunday. We had mountains and mountains of these folders. I mean, 11 our books, a lot of books, Randy. Yeah, it is. And the name of the book is Fire Your Financial Advisor. If you want to look it up, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. And we've been talking about the book over the last year or so, and now it's finally here. So it's going to be available to you starting on Valentine's Day. And Greg, the whole idea behind the book is story after story of how the financial industry has basically underserved and in your mind failed our audience. Everybody who's out there is getting ready for retirement. The model that they have built is not really the model that they need. And I mean, there's lots of stories in the book that kind of prove that out, aren't there? There is. You know, we, we had a little fun with it when I was writing it. I, I obviously have some chapters pretty lighthearted. The feedback universally that I'm getting back is, wow, this was really easy to read. And that was my goal. You know, financial books can be heavy and complicated and charts and numbers. And instead, I just kind of treat it like a, you know, a series of stories and a history lesson of how do we really get into this place? And, and why are we still kind of using, I use the, uh, the analogy of VHS, you know, recording tapes versus streaming mm -hmm. in the world of retirement, because we're still using things that we use in the eighties. And I think people are finding out no one knows how to pick and win stocks or pick and win equities. It, it's, it's basically been the ongoing lie forever. They've documented since the sixties and seventies, no one's ever been able to essentially win, right? Randy, you, you can pick stocks and you know, guess what? The stock market goes up Everyone thinks that, that person won, but the reality is, is the stock market always is going to kind of go up and down and up and down. But for some reason, these financial advisors get credit for essentially what the market does. They don't get any of the blame when the market crashes. And what we kind of break down in the book is what do we really need or, or where do we go from here? And some of the stories, one of the most powerful stories in the book that I get a lot of people citing was it was a real live uh, client story back from probably 2013. 
And I remember sitting down with someone across the table. We had just helped with their legal plan. At the time, I was still practicing law, and we were just getting Golden Reserve off the ground. And we did a analysis on how much fees they were paying and kind of what they were getting. They just retired. They were excited. They knew my parents. They're actually from my hometown of Buff Mountain. And, you know, obviously they knew who we were. They, you know, we, we knew who they were. We had relationships. And the Golden Reserve gentleman also was from Buff Mountain and obviously knew his parents. And everyone was kind of a known commodity. And I say that because we weren't strangers. Mm-hmm. And when we ran the fee analysis, these, we're not talking about multimillionaires. These folks had about $900,000 of investments, mm-hmm. give or take. And when we ran the fee analysis, Randy, they paid $53,000 that year in mutual fund fees. What? From Edward Jones sold them $53,000 of mutual fund fees. And they had an ongoing cost of around 15000 going forward every year. And this is for a sub-millionaire. This is everybody. And, you know, they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's crazy. I'm like, it doesn't have to be like this. And, you know, we, we, we kind of walked through, like, here's what we believe is like the, the path to retirement that's simpler and, and it's easier and you don't have to pay all these fees. And they're like, oh, I love it. I love it. So we, we started the paperwork to get them to come over. And out of nowhere, they stopped returning our calls and the money moved back to Edward Jones. And we finally got them on the phone and we're like, you know, what happened? And they're like, oh, you know, we're going to give this a shot. You know, we vacation with this guy. We don't want to make it weird. Oh, boy. And I just thought to myself, 50 thousand dollars like you know that that, i mean it's lunacy it's five percent of their retirement savings were gone the first day of retirement on fees that you don't need and and edward jones is notorious for this now they've kind of transitioned to their advisory solutions model which is just code for we can't do commissions because everybody hates commissions now for a share mutual fund so instead we're just going to charge 1.35 percent on an annual basis to continue to sell you mutual funds and, you know, I just kind of scratch my head and think to myself, man, that's why I wrote this book. That is why this book exists. And there's a bunch of stories like this on the psychology and just the kind of lunacy that the things that we don't apply in any other, you know, the things that we would never do. For some reason, when it comes to our retirement, we don't seem to care. Like, we don't know where our money's at. We don't know how much is at risk. We don't care how much we pay. But that doesn't apply to cars or, Mm -hmm. you know, lawn service or anything else we do in our life. But for our biggest asset, for some reason, you know, we just kind of blindly follow the crowd. So the name of the book is Fire Your Financial Advisor. It's available very soon to everybody, starting on Valentine's Day. FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com is where you can find it. We'll be talking more about it as we move through the coming months here. But, Greg, you said something there that I want to seize upon, and it is it doesn't have to be like this. I mean, that's what I think is different about Golden Reserve is you've looked at what's out there and you've looked at this financial industry and you've looked at how they've built the model and how they're servicing people and you say, it's gotta be better, it doesn't have to be like this. So you've actually eliminated the term financial advisor from your firm and said, we're gonna call ourselves retirement planners. So tell me the difference between a financial advisor and a retirement planner. Calling yourself a financial advisor is a fireable offense <laughs> at Gold Reserve. So that's a big no-no. We don't want anything to do with that group. And, okay. you know, when we did this, it started off as kind of an internal thing, and it kind of grew because we wanted to reinvent how people viewed retirement. And we said, to be really good at this, we only can work with people in retirement. So that was one of the, the main starts of this wave was we're not going to be everything to everybody. Most financial advisors, as long as you have zeros in your retirement or in your investment account, they'll take you on as a client. Well, when it comes to Golden Reserve, we will only work with retirees. 
So if you're not close to or in retirement, you know, we can't work with you. And that was a line we drew in the sand. And the reason was simple, Randy. The services retirees need is different than the services pre-retirees need. Mm-hmm. So we were able to very cut, we were able to customize the services that we provide that tailored to all of the same risks in retirement. And then we, we went a step further and said, you know what, we're not going to work with the $10 million clients. We're only going to work with people in that the other 95 percenters, that 250,000 to two and a half million. And because of that, we were able to really build out a, a model that I think was really built for everyday folks. And we finally started doing things that mattered. You know, we we actually do your tax return. We build you an IRA tax plan. Our CPAs build an IRA tax plan that are, you know, tell you when to take money out of your IRA and how much so you can win in taxes. You know, we have our legal team that will build you an estate plan that will obviously help money go to the grandkids or protect you from the nursing home. All of these things are under one roof. And that was what retirees need. They don't need someone picking investments and guessing with their retirement and their life savings. They need someone to walk it with them and really be a guide and to be a protector. And, you know, that's our internal kind of, I guess, our spiritual animal has always been this, the sheepdog. Mm-hmm. And that's because, you know, the protecting and guiding means a ton to us, but we also fight off the wolves, which makes us a really cool, we're fluffy and fun, but don't push us because at the end of the day, you know, we are going to bite and we're going to make sure that the financial advisors or the mutual fund companies are going to stay away from our clients because those are the people who have been taking advantage of them for 40 years. And that means a lot to our retirement planners. And I think that makes us unique. You know, we don't, we don't believe in the AUM model. We're not going to charge you 1%. And the next question is always like, well, what does that mean? We believe that we can pay for your legal plan, pay for your tax plan, pay for your tax return, handle your investment management, handle your fees, handle your risk. We think we can do that all for 3000 bucks a year. And it doesn't matter how many zeros are in your bank account. And to me, that's a powerful thing to sell people because now they know with definitive certainty, I'm getting value based on what they're doing, not how many zeros are in my bank account. And that's a very novel, different thing that they're not hearing in the industry. If you have half a million dollars, you, you pay 1%, you're paying $5,000 a year. If you're having a million, you're paying $10,000 a year and you're getting no more service. No matter what hoopla they tell you, it's not happening. You're not getting double the service just because your account's twice as big. And that's the rub, right? You know, the idea of how you charge and when you charge is something that is just fascinating because it's so obvious. Like they clearly are incentivized to not have you spend your money. Mm -hmm. And that to me is a scary thing, Randy. Think about it. The conflict of interest is if you spend your money and you buy a place in Florida, if you, uh, you know, buy that RV, if you buy anything, your financial advisor takes a pay cut. And you wonder why they're always scaring you about the cost of inflation or, or, or the cost of milk or who, gas or who freaking knows the market volatility. They know if you take money out of their system, they take a pay cut. And oh, by the way, if you buy safe investments like money markets or CDs or annuities, they also take a pay cut. So you got to ask yourself, who's really got your best interest in mind in retirement if their entire system is built on you not spending your money? If you look at this model that Greg has built at Golden Reserve and say, we don't even use the word financial advisor, a retirement planner is what you need. Now, why? And when you think about just take taxes, for instance. What are taxes mean to you? How do taxes affect you? Every two weeks, you pay taxes in your paycheck. On April 15th, you either get a check or you have to pay the government. And that's really the extent of taxes in your life. But when you get into retirement, everything is different. You have to worry about 
taking too much income and it affecting your Social Security and it being taxed or moving your Medicare premiums up or maybe giving your kids a real awful gift when you pass away and that's a big tax bill. It all changes once you get to retirement. So you need a retirement planner not a financial advisor. That's why Greg has written the book, Fire Your Financial Advisor. So go to that website today, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. And if you want to sit down and have a serious discussion about how your retirement works, and we're going to talk about the things that you're going to deal with in retirement, it's going to be way more than what a financial advisor does for you. Give us a call. Go to our website. Here's a great place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com. That's the best place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call do the very same thing. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retirement. We're not financial advisors, and we're not financial planners either. We are sheepdogs, and our life's mission is to protect and guide retirees just like you down retirement mountain safely. Our goal is to protect and guide you around the greatest risks to running out of money in retirement, like when and how much tax to pay on your IRA every year, choosing the right amount of market risk, not overpaying for investments or financial advice, and protecting against those rising long-term care costs. And to protect you from a trillion-dollar financial industry that has left you alone on Retirement Mountain, an industry that's been underserving and overcharging retirees for the last 50 years. But now, you're no longer alone on this retirement path. You have a team of retirement planners that will walk with you every step of the way. We build a roadmap for retirement for every client to protect you from the four largest risks in retirement. To learn more on how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us, getyourroadmap.com. If it's time to talk about how your retirement's going to work, you probably have some questions. Did I save enough? Did I do enough? Do I have all the boxes checked off? What am I going to do about Social Security? How can I make my money last? Wow, we've got a lot of questions in our lives about retirement. Let's get them answered. Getyourroadmap.com will get you the answers to those questions. All right, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Greg, I'm not a guy who puts down any money on on bets or anything like that, but I did look up some of the goofy bets that you can make on the Super Bowl. The prop bets are kind of fun. Uh, the coin toss, you can bet heads or tails. How long will the national anthem be? That's always a good one every year. Uh, how many songs are played at halftime? Uh, who's going to join Rihanna on stage? Will there be any surprises there? And when they throw the Gatorade bath on the coach at the end, what color will the Gatorade be? You can bet on pretty much anything on a Super Bowl game. Yeah. Pretty wild, Randy. Pretty wild. You know, sports betting has kind of taken the world by storm due to its accessibility, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can just hop on the phone and 
and, you know, bet away. You know, I think everybody has their run. I think what you find out very quickly, I know it's new for some people, like nobody ever wins. (laughs) Um, You know, that's the reason these places can pay for all these commercials and have all these superstars, you know, advertising for them. It's because it's your money. At the end of the day, these people are, you know, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, These casinos didn't build themselves. You know, Vegas didn't build itself. You know, there's a reason there's, you know, these billion, billions of dollars going through here. And it's because it's really hard to consistently win because no one consistently wins. And unfortunately, that's not what a lot of people like to hear because it's fun and exciting at first, right? You're putting money in the line. You're watching it. It makes the games more exciting. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, unfortunately, you know, most of the time you don't have to worry about taxing your winnings because there probably won't be any. <laughs> <laughs> but if you put together a, an account at DraftKings or something like that and you do win some money, I mean, there's a certain point where is this going to come back on you in taxes? It could. It could. I mean, as I repeat earlier, that suddenly is ever the the case because (laughs) you can offset all your losses. It's funny. People always, you know, people lie, right? Like, oh, yeah, I made so much money. And it's like they remember when they won that one weekend and then they forget the other 18 weekends they lost. So when you start doing the math and net off the money that you lost, you can set off your losses. And a lot of times... That that usually <laughs> takes care of the tax issue, but if you do, you know, lottery winners, man, they have to pay a lot in tax. Mm-hmm. You've, you've heard the stories mm-hmm. of people paying forty percent or whatever the case may be when they had the big multi-billion-dollar, mega-million-dollar jackpot. But we talk about gambling a lot as a metaphor or as an analogy that people can understand, but it's very real, right? Like when you're winning on a blackjack table, right? Like you think that money's yours, right? You're you're saying, hey, look, I was up. $10,000. I was up $100 or whatever you were up. But then the, the day you weren't really up unless you cashed in and walked away, right? It's mm-hmm. not real. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great transition of how you should look at your IRA. And I think your IRA isn't real until you take the chips off the table in two ways, Randy. There's two things that you have to do with your IRA. One, you got to handle the market risk. So once you jump off the roller coaster, you know, then that money is yours. Mm-hmm. If it's in the checking account, I believe you. Mm-hmm. But if you still are on that roller coaster and you were on it last year, you felt the burn, right? You felt that 20% loss. And then the second one that I'd, I'd like to spend just a little bit more time on is the tax component. You still owe taxes on your IRA and your 401k. And most people don't realize that. Uncle Sam gave you a loan. And that loan has interest. And that interest is also known as the tax you owe on that IRA. And sometimes that can be as high as 40%, Randy, if you don't plan. Wow. And Uncle Sam has a plan for it, right? He wants you to wait until you're 73. And your financial advisor probably wants that too because if you take money out, guess what? As we said earlier, what happens, Randy? You take, get taxed, yep. They get, you get taxed and they take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. That financial advisor takes a pay cut. So they don't talk about it. So when we talk about IRA taxation, I want to make sure that people are focused on the right things. Is Guys, that's going to get taxed no matter what. Let's accept that. The only question we can control is how much and when. We know that we have the cheapest rates in the history of the United States. Taxes are on sale. We need to get that money out of your IRA now while we can at these cheaper rates and control that over the course of your life. And that's why our tax map is such a popular tool in Ohio because it helps people understand when and how much to take out of their IRA every year without screwing up their Medicare, but also getting it out. And you can convert it to a Roth or you can just take it out and put it in an after-tax account. You can spend it. It doesn't matter what you do. As long as you pay tax on it, Randy, you win. So our goal is to have everyone to have no taxable IRA money by the time they get to their mid-70s. 
that's really our goal. And that means that everything's taken care of for your spouse and for your kids. And oh, by the way, we probably got it out at around 15%, you know, as opposed to using Uncle Sam's plan or your financial advisor plan, where you could end up paying 40% if you run into the widow's penalty or the kiddo's penalty. You know, your spouse passes, your taxes probably double. You go to your kids, they're still working. Well, they're in their working rates, not your retired rates. So you can lose a lot of opportunity by not getting ahead of this IRA tax issue. Well, everybody likes a sale, and right now taxes are on sale. So why not pay those taxes while they're on sale and put yourself in a better position when you're in your retirement years? If most of your money is in a 401k or an IRA, you are a perfect person for this conversation to say, maybe we need to transition some of this money from that taxable area to that non-taxable area. And that's what our tax map does, among many other things. We'll sit down with you and build what we call a roadmap for retirement. And everybody who comes in gets a tax map. And what we find is this is one of the areas that people really neglect. They worry about their investments. They worry about the stock market, but they don't worry about the money that can go out. And that's tax money. Give us a call, get to our website, and let's sit down and build that tax map and that full roadmap for retirement for you. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. That brings you to our website. We will uh, have you put in a little information there, and we'll reach out to you and get a date on a calendar. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. All right, so one thing, I read this article, one thing we will not be seeing this year in the Super Bowl is all of those ads for cryptocurrency. We all know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I remember Matt Damon and Tom Brady and all that stuff. That's going to be strangely missing this year because crypto has had quite an awful year actually and uh and there's of course that ftx thing as well but tom brady's got more to talk about here uh about last week this is what he was saying on his podcast when he was asked about what's his next move tom you're leaving everybody guessing uh and you've said you'll take your time do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career jim if i knew what i was gonna do i'd have already done it okay i'm taking it a day at a time <laughs> A little testy, a little testy. He didn't want to listen to that question over and over and over again. And then finally, about a week after he said that, he came out and said that he was going to retire for good. So, well, we don't have a whole lot in common with Tom when it comes to our uh, our retirement numbers because he's got off-the-chart numbers as far as money is concerned. But, you know, I, I think Tom was just kind of wondering and wondering if he should step into retirement because he didn't know what he was going to do in his retirement. But uh, that's a, I guess that's a question we all have to face, isn't it? It is. I mean, also, they're all kind of babies, right? All these people are eye rolls. That's why people stop watching sports, right? Right, like they're right. These spoiled brats like, you know, oh, I'm sorry, you have to take a podcast and answer the number one question people actually care about, Tom. Like, come on, dude, grow up. <laughs> like, like, these guys are such spoiled babies. And I think that's why people aren't watching as much sport. I mean, yeah. sports watching is universally down in every facet because they're all a bunch of crap heads, right? I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> no one wants a bunch of spoiled multimillionaires whining about having to answer questions after a game. I mean, even C.J. Stroud obviously was was all bent out of shape because people kept asking him questions when he lost to Michigan. And you got to scratch your head and like, you want all the glory, buddy. You want all the dollars of these NIL contracts. You want this million dollars a year as a 20-year-old and you want to go play in the NFL. Like, you may have to answer some questions when you lose the big game. They're all like, oh, this is a business. This is a business. And then you treat it like a business and then they cry like a little baby. Like, it's infuriating. <laughs> as someone that used to love sports, you know, I find myself watching less and less 
less every year. I mean, I was there wasn't a day that I didn't watch college football for 10 hours or, or every Super Bowl and all the playoffs. And as we've gotten more access to these spoiled brats, it's been harder and harder <laughs> to get excited to root for them because it used to be great, Randy. Remember when they used to hate each other too? Like now they're all buddies. Like oh, I don't want to see know. people hugging after the game. I want to see a fight in the tunnel <laughs> after the game, right? I want these people to hate each other. That makes sports fun, uh, like competition. But when they're all hugging afterwards, you realize, wow, that guy's hugging and smiling and I'm upset about the loss. Yep. I care more than they care about winning and losing because they're going to go have their $30 million contract to go do whatever they want for the next whatever. And, you know, when it comes to sports, I guess I'm just starting to get more and more over it. This Maybe it's because I'm getting grumpier, Randy. I mean, this is true. <laughs> my grumpy grandpa Stratus is growing, you know, week to week. And my, my daughter always reminds me that she's like, God, Dad, you're getting so grumpy. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I just remember the good old days when sports kind of ended when the game ended. And now you have access to these people all the time. And you just realize that they're either idiots or crybabies, and it's just not as fun anymore. The guy that I just detest is Aaron Rodgers. I just, I can't, I can't with Aaron Rodgers. And then, so then he gets into my area, because I'm a golfer, right? So I'm watching Pebble Beach. I'm watching this last weekend, and he wins the amateur side. And then I find out that he put down for his handicap is 10. And if you go to Wisconsin, where he's a member of a club, his handicap is three. You sandbagger! I can't believe it. And and so he wins the uh, the pro am at the AT and T, and he's cheating. Okay, and he's all proud. Lots of pictures and everything. Jeez, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like a table for one guy, right? Like, yeah, you don't the, the, doubt. <laughs> yeah, he. You know, there's internal jokes in in the league about how obviously all of his teammates can't stand him. Everybody that's ever left had nothing good to say about him, and um, you know, he he was one of those guys where he goes to a restaurant. It's always table for one because he, he, no one really likes him, and he he's very unlikable. There's no doubt about it. There's nothing uh, about that guy that you were like, man, I want to really root for that. I mean, he's the opposite of Josh Allen. Yep. Or yep. Joe Burrow, yep. or some of the you know some of the guys that you want to go out and see win and root mm-hmm. and seem like they're really good humans. Like he's just he just a, he seems like a terrible person. So true, so true. <laughs> but we want them to ride off into the sunset someplace. But uh, unfortunately, they're probably going to be in our face. But the bottom line on this whole thing is, Greg, have you ever had somebody who walks through the door and the money's okay, everything's going to be fine with the money, but they in their mind are really struggling with. What am I going to do with 200 hours a week? What am I, I mean, my whole life was wrapped up in my job, and I've got to figure out if I can do this mentally. Oh, my gosh, everybody, right? Like, yeah, who doesn't go through that? I mean, they said they, they can't wait till retirement, but when they get there, you can see kind of the oh, uh-oh face, like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? Uh-huh. A lot of folks have a very regimented schedule. I mean, and then all of a sudden you have all this free time and, you know, you're trying to figure out what, what am I going to do? And, you know, that's hopefully what people start thinking about a little bit more before they get to retirement. Mm-hmm. When they start to slow down towards the end, start trying to pick up some hobbies, see the things you like, you know, go to some places you want to visit. And I think that makes the transition a little easier. But a lot of things, too, like I think people are so, you know, scared to retire sometimes because of what the financial industry has told them. Right. Mm -hmm. They've got them so terrified that they don't have a magic number to retire. And it's like, buddy, you don't you don't need a million bucks. I mean, you, you just told me. You spend like $15,000 a year, mm-hmm. you know, in addition to your income, like you're A-OK, bud. Like you could do whatever you want for the rest of your life. You could live to be 150 and you'd still be A-OK. And those are the things that the financial industry doesn't want you to know, because if you take your money out of the risky market off the blackjack table, well, they take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. 
Give us a call at Golden Reserve. Let's talk through your concerns about retirement. Maybe it's the money that's worrying you. Maybe it's the whole, what am I going to do with my time? And and you're, you're struggling with all that. Do I get in an RV? Do I do that? Am I that kind of person? Is there even the money there to do it? You know, they say that money isn't everything, but money will power the things that you want to do in retirement. All that work that you've done all these years, let's let that pay off for you in your retirement. It's going to take a little math. Let's sit down and have a couple of meetings about it. And we start with the roadmap for retirement, handling, you know, things like market risk. And we're going to talk about taxes and build you a tax map so that you're not losing all that money to Uncle Sam and not using Uncle Sam's plan, as we say. And what are you paying for all this? We've talked about the fees that the financial industry pays. Could we put more of that money in your pocket? There is another way, as Greg would say. And then there's the big question that nobody wants to talk about, but boy, we got to spend 10 minutes on it, folks. And that's long-term care. What if you or your spouse or someone needs help like that? What can that do to your finances? How can you protect yourself? All of that and more is in the Roadmap for Retirement. Let's build one for you, and we'll do that for you at no charge. Here's our website, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. Or give us a call, do the same thing. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retirement. What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts, and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our Roadmap for Retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, I'm also going to give you another website here for you to remember, and that is fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. <laughs> that is the name of Greg's new book. It is out this week, and you can pick it up at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We'll be talking more about that. So, Greg, the financial industry, as you have kind of framed it up, is much more working on relationships than it does on results. Because when the market turns bad, who are they going to look at? You know, they look at, they, they don't look at the market. They look at their financial advisor. And if you're going out to lunch with them and he's playing golf with you and all going on vacation with you, how are you going to look at a person like that and say, I want my money out. I'm pulling my money away from you. So I looked in Financial Advisor Magazine, which you would think would be full of all sorts of things for advisors about portfolio management and construction and all this kind of stuff. The article that I found in there was about what you should do with your clients is go with them on a dog walk and make sure you don't talk business. Just be their friend. And I want Wow. That's exactly what Greg says every single week. It's right there in black and white, Greg. 
Yeah, they're not even hiding it. No. I mean, they're not hiding it because there's nothing else to talk about. Like when you provide no value, when you provide no service, and when you just pick investments and hopefully be their paid buddy, that's it. Mm-hmm. So when the financial performance struggles, which it did last year, guess what? The only other card you can play is the buddy card. <laughs> and evidently, these people say the buddy card is walking dogs yep. or golfing or going on a trip or a lunch or a happy hour. And you have to ask yourself, I mean, sometimes it's hard, right? It's hard to remove ourselves from the bubbles in which we live in. But like, ask yourself, does my accountant act like this? Does my doctor act like this? Does my mechanic act like this? Do I have this kind of relationship with anyone else in my life that is a vendor for me? A vendor. That's what they are. They are a vendor. No different than a guy selling hot dogs. Mm -hmm. They are a vendor. You are paying them. So the question then begs itself, why are they so hell-bent on building these deep relationships? Why are they so focused on trying to be my friend? Why are they so focused on being so nice? Why do they do all these things for me? And it's so that this relationship can be the glue that keeps you sticky in the years that the stock market doesn't make you any money. And that's a scary place to be where, have you ever paid for a friend before? No, you don't pay for friends. And people are like, you don't understand. I have a relationship. And I go, do you? Because let's uh, say that you left them tomorrow. Would you still be friends? And I'm telling you, 100 out of 100, everyone's head goes left to right. Yeah. Absolutely not. They, if you really think about it, well, you're Edward Jones, you're Edelman, you're Fisher, you're you know, Raymond James, your money concepts. Will any of these people be there for you if you stop paying them 1% of your life savings every year? And the answer, of course, is of course not. They're not going to be there. But they've done such a great job of manufacturing these relationships that make it feel so real. These people care about me. They know about me. They know about my life. And you know what? I'm not saying that they're terrible people, right? This is, you know, we got cornered up. I kid you not. We had a seminar, gosh, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And this lady was steaming mad. And she went up to one of our presenters up in uh, Canton and was like, I just want you to know that my financial advisor is a great human being and he would never blah, blah, blah. And she just kept going and berating our, our seminar guy. And, you know, our seminar person, you know, looked her in the eye and said, that, that's awesome. That's really not, you know, we don't hear that very often. So if you have a relationship where you think it's more than just obviously birthday cards and, and, and letters and numbers on their business card, and they're doing more than picking investments, and you're getting real service and you're not being overcharged, then you're in the minority. And her eyes kind of like, okay. And then I kid you not, Randy, about 15 minutes later, she signed up <laughs> <laughs> for a roadmap because she came back and said, you know what? I actually don't know what I'm paying, Chip. Wow. And, and it was the perfect. I mean, we told the story. We had a video internally because it shows people like, be nice. Like, we get it. People have relationships with these people. And, and we don't want to discount the importance of that relationship to you and how it makes you feel. So we don't want you to feel like they're out there to, to screw you over and steal from you. But at the end of the day. They are a VHS tape, and you are still having to rewind every video than when you get done watching it, when there are much better services out there. So instead of overpaying for the VHS, you know, top load player, the old Quasar, you need to start thinking about maybe Netflix or online streaming when it comes to your retirement dollars, because that's an old way of thinking. And, you know, God bless those financial advisors out there that can't help themselves. They're just too old to change or they're too entrenched in the 1% model. I mean, Randy, think about it. If you were starting off your career in the 90s 
and you built a book of, let's say, 100 clients and you have $100 million mm -hmm. and you're making a million dollars, you're making 1% off that, it would be really hard to say, you know what? I was wrong yeah. and I, I need to change how I treat my retirees and treat my clients because I think I need to probably do what's right for them, not just what's right for me and my, my second home in Florida. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a step too far. People can't seem to connect the dots there and the financial advisors are in it too deep. They've already committed to building these AUM books that don't have tax planning, that don't have you know IRA tax maps, that don't have tax returns every year, that don't have legal people around the corner doing the asset protection trust, that don't have long-term care solutions. And they know that if they move their money out of this system, it will ruin their life professionally. So they don't have a choice. So they're already committed down this road where they can't turn off. And I feel bad for them in some ways. I mean, I don't feel that bad for them. I wrote a book about firing them. But let's be honest, I still feel a little bad that they're stuck. And, and the people that obviously we brought over a couple people that have converted over from a financial advisor to a retirement planner, and they love it here. And it's different because you aren't handcuffed by investments and basically smoke and mirrors. You actually get to do things that help families and you get hugs and you can protect people's assets from nursing homes. And there's all kinds of things that are happening here that don't happen anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes our practice special and different. It is very easy, I think, when we talk about the Golden Reserve model to, to look at somebody, okay, you've got a financial advisor. Have they talked to you about taxes? Well, no, i got to go to somebody else for that. Have they talked to you about what it's going to cost if you go into long-term care and protecting your money? Well, no, we didn't get into that. And that, that is the story over and over and over that we hear, and it's why Greg has built Golden Reserve the way he has because of those kind of questions. Did they do this? Did they talk about this? No, there's gaping holes there usually with retirement planning because it's all based on investments. You're going to get more at Golden Reserve. That's the difference here, folks. Give us a call, go to our website, and let's build that roadmap for retirement for you. We are absolutely going to talk about markets. We are absolutely going to talk about risk. We are absolutely going to talk about all those things in investments. But we're also going to talk about taxes and fees and long-term care and income and on and on. Give us a call. Let's talk through it for you. Roadmap for Retirement. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com or 855 546-2074. Give us a call. 855-546-2074. All right, Greg, when we talk about the topic of protecting your money, eh, most people think I'm going to protect it against, you know, the markets. I'm going to protect it against losing money in the markets. We don't think about protecting money against Uncle Sam and taxes. But somebody might sit down and say, you know what? I'm very worried that I'm going to go into a nursing home. So what I'm going to do before I get to that point is, is I'm going to put my house in my kid's name. I'm going to put a whole bunch of money over in my kid's name, and I'm going to eliminate all that. And then once I get to that nursing home, they're not going to be able to reach my assets. So I'll move my house into my kid's name to avoid taxes. So, Greg, is that a good idea? I mean, this is our MythBuster segment for today. Is that a good idea? What do you think, Randy? I'm thinking no. <laughs> I'm thinking you're going to get stung. You'd, you'd be thinking right. Okay. You'd be thinking right. As a you know retiree, there's a handful of things you can do to really screw up your planning from an estate standpoint, from a you know nursing home standpoint, from a tax standpoint. And the worst thing that people can do, the absolute worst, other than hiring a financial advisor, <laughs> is that they could give an asset during their lifetime away 
to a loved one. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain why on a number of factors. So this all stems from a fear or misinformation from a attorney or a financial advisor or their neighbor, where it's like, hey, I don't want to go through probate. Hey, I don't want this to go to the nursing home. Hey, I don't want my kids to pay tax on it. It's actually the opposite. So when you start doing things that sound too easy, they usually are. Mm -hmm. And it actually creates a lot more problems than you doing nothing at all, believe it or not. This is one of those examples where you're in a lot worse position than you were if you just kept in your name and did no planning at all, believe it or not. Wow. And I will use the house example. And I'm going to explain the three things that can really get jacked up when you transfer your house. Because it's the most common, right? People say, hey, you know what? I'm going to transfer my house to the kids and I'll just get it out of the way. Well, here are the three problems. And this is, goes back to my estate planning and elder care law days as attorney. This was a huge issue that we had to fix for a lot of families. And if you've already done this, don't panic. We can fix it. It's an easy fix. Well, it's not super easy, but it's easy fix. There's no, it's not a big deal. We can undo this gift. So when you transfer your house to your kids, and obviously that's done with a deed, and it's done in here in Ohio, you record it to the kids. You say, all right, the house is no longer my name. We're good to go. Well, the first thing you have to realize is you don't own your house anymore. I know that sounds really simple because you say, well, no, I mean, I still own it. I just, I just deeded it to my kids. We're well, like, well, that's not how the law sees it. So first of all, all the taxes and all those things that will be due are going to start going to your kids for your real estate property, which isn't usually a huge deal for mom and dad. They can cut a check. But the bigger issue is that what if you have two or three kids? If you have three kids, the chance of one of them getting divorced is like in like 80%. Mm. So when someone gets divorced, <laughs> depending on how the divorce goes, they have access to a percentage of the estate. Well, mm -hmm. guess what's part of that kid's estate now? Your house. Your mom and dad's house. Wow. Like, no, 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 no. We still live there. Does not matter. So if your kids get divorced, what if they hit someone crossing a crosswalk? Mm -hmm. What if their business goes bankrupt? Any of these things can mean that mom and dad may lose their home. If so, you don't think this has happened, it happens all the time. Just it, Google it. If they own 30% of the house or 33% of the house, one third of the house, and you don't want to move, does that mean you would have to buy out the ex-wife in order to make her happy? You better believe it. Aye. <laughs> or, you, or you could force the sale of the house. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of things that could happen. So, I mean, it could get nasty. It Oof. could get real nasty. So that's the practical. And everyone, I know what everyone's saying. This will never happen to me. I know. Because I did this for, you know, I've done this for 12 years. My kids, that'll never happen. Mm -hmm. my, my kids would never get divorced. My kids will never, would never kick me out. Well, frankly, they could also put you in the nursing home before you want to go. Mm -hmm. I know that my kids would never do that. I know we've heard that too. And, you know, everybody rolls their eyes. But at the end of the day, when you lose the property, when you no longer have that, you know, control, you know, you're kind of at the whim of what the kids decide. So that's practical issue one. The very real issue is the tax issue. So when you transfer an asset to your anyone, your kids, a neighbor, and stranger, when you make a transfer of an asset during your lifetime, the asset's cost basis transfers to that person. And what that means in English is if I bought that house in 1960 for 50 grand and now it's worth $300,000, when I transfer that house to my child, they inherit my $50,000 cost basis, which means that when I pass away and they go to sell it, they have to pay capital gains on the difference of 50000 and whatever that fair market value is. So they lose the step up in cost basis that would normally happen that if you passed away with a house in your name and then it goes to your children, they don't pay any taxes. And that capital gains tax keeps going up and up and up. I mean, it's over, it could be over 20, 25%, Randy. Mm. So, I mean, you could lose a, a quarter of your house because you made a silly gift during your lifetime. 
So this is another huge issue. I know the probate one, I'm not even going to go into it because you could literally do a $150 transfer on death deed that avoids the probate issue altogether. So you don't have to transfer your house to your kids during their lifetime to avoid probate. It's very, you know, it can be owned by a trust. That's another easy way to avoid probate. But the other third one, you know, the big three, if we have the kids getting divorced, the second one being, you know, capital gains tax, the third one of why not to transfer the house to your kids or any asset for that matter is, you know, when it comes to the nursing home issue, if you transfer an asset and then go into a nursing home, they look back five years and they penalize you for it. So if the kids end up selling that house or encumbering that house or the house isn't around anymore, you could be in some big trouble because you have to pay back essentially the, the you know, job and family services or the state of Ohio to get on to Medicaid. If you've got a bad gift, it's called a penalty period. And if you transfer that house and it's got a big value to it, you could make yourself ineligible for government benefits for the nursing home maybe indefinitely. Wow. So these are all reasons why, you know, you don't have to be a expert in these, but we do. And when that happens, you need to make sure you give us a call and say, you know what, I just need some advice on estate planning and elder law regarding all this house stuff. I don't want to go to the nursing home. Then, you know, that's why every roadmap you get to sit down with an estate planning elder care law attorney, and that's all they do for a living. 100% of our resources for that attorney is built on situations just like yours, and you can ask them all the questions. Well, here's what I want to do. How do I do that You know, without taking on so much risk? Well, there's a bunch of fun legal stuff you can do that isn't cost prohibitive that can get all the goals and you know all those boxes checked for you, and you don't have to take on all these big risks of will my kid get divorced or now they have to pay 25% of my house sale or, oh, man, what if I go in the nursing home and what if I don't make it? five years. All of these things are addressed when you actually have a plan. And we call that our long-term care compass, but also, you know, you can just do regular estate planning where you're just making sure that the, the, the T's are, you know, crossed and the I's dotted. That's part of our review. You know, we call it our legacy checklist just to make sure that everything is in order so that things go smoothly when you get to the bottom of retirement mountain. This is another big difference between going to a financial advisor and coming through the doors at Golden Reserve. You may be lucky in your life and you've never needed an attorney for anything. But when you get into retirement, look at all the things that can take place, uh, legal problems, probate difficulties, all these different things that Greg brings up. The need becomes there in your retirement years. It's just another example of going up the mountain and then coming down the mountain and the differences there and how Greg has built the business at Golden Reserve. Give us a call and ask for that roadmap for retirement. Everyone contains a meeting with our elder law attorneys. We will build that long-term care compass, as we talk about here in the show, protecting your assets against a nursing home, against long-term care, against memory care units, all these different things that we're all scared about, but we really need to talk about. We'll also, of course, include the market flashlight, talking about your investments, the taxes, the fee filters, all of the money that can be going out that maybe can be going back in your pocket that you didn't even know about. Let's have that meeting. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. If you go right there, GetYourRoadmap.com. You can uh, look through the website there and uh, find out more about Golden Reserve and then get us a little information there and we'll have a meeting to build your free roadmap for retirement. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. If you're playing a game, how can you win the game if you don't know the rules or if they keep changing the rules? And that's what Congress has been doing with retirement. We'll tell you the latest coming up next on Expedition Retirement. Nobody wants to think about it. Nobody wants to talk about it either. 
long-term care, assisted living, home care, the nursing home. But with annual costs now regularly exceeding $100,000 and stays exceeding three years, this could be the largest risk to your life savings. Planning for long-term care is like buying homeowner's insurance. You don't plan on your house burning down, but we want to be ready if it does. We know retirees don't want to buy more insurance. So at Golden Reserve, we use our long-term care compass retirement tool that points to our team of elder care law attorneys. These attorneys leverage new legal tools like asset protection trusts to help protect the things that matter most to you and your family. To learn more about our long-term care compass, asset protection trusts, and other retirement tools, and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to have a discussion about your retirement, how's this all going to work? You're going to walk away from work. You're going to walk away from your paycheck. What about your paycheck that you have been saving for? You're going to develop. How does that all work? Well, let's get those answers for you. GetYourRoadmap.com. Well, Greg, about three years ago, Congress made some pretty significant changes to retirement planning with a thing called the SECURE Act. They moved the RMD age up. There's automatic enrollment for 401ks, annuities in 401ks, eliminated the stretch IRA. Lots of stuff happened in that one. And now we have just added SECURE Act 2.0. And one of the guys that we listened to, IRA expert Ed Slot, said it's a little bit overhyped. He said this is kind of a bit of a yawner here. Basically, all they did was move the RMD age up when we have to take our money from our IRAs up to 73. So he says this is not really that big a deal. Do you see it that way or do you see this as a significant change? It's not a big help, but I'd go a step further than what actually it's a big hurt. Oh, okay. Because Ed's saying, hey, you know what, this is a nothing burger, right? Because now you're going to whatever, 73 and then to 75. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh, you know, you just wait a little bit longer. Well, you've heard our show. The whole premise of the tax map is to get people to take money out of their IRA sooner so that they can utilize the lower tax rates and control them so that they don't fall into the biggest tax boulder that they ever get hit, which is the IRA tax boulder, which could be 40% of their IRA going to Uncle Sam. And to me, this feels a little disingenuous that it's kind of a bait and switch that feels like, oh, I get to wait longer to pay taxes. But oh, by the way, I have to pay way more taxes when they do come collecting. And I think it plays into that mantra because the financial advising industry has such control over the lobby. What they said is make it 73, make it 73. Why is the financial advising lobby doing this? They know that if you keep your money locked away in these IRA safes, they can keep charging 1%. Mm. <laughs> and if you don't take your money out, that means your money stays in those safes. And if you don't have to pay tax, that means that those account values don't go backwards. So the uh, the financial advisor never has to take a pay cut until 73 now, where it used to be, you know, obviously 70 and a half. Then, you know, it keeps going up and up and up, 72, and now 73, and then 75. Well, you're guaranteeing that that financial advisor is going to get paid their 1% fee at the maximum amount for a longer period of time to the chagrin of the retirees because they're the ones losing. They're the ones that aren't getting tax planning because for some reason people are saying to use this silly plan. This isn't a tax plan at all. 
This is a trap, a tax trap to keep you to, you know, off their radar. Oh, I can wait. I can wait. Just kick the can, Randy. Don't worry about that. You don't have to pay taxes. Why would you pay taxes if you didn't have to? Well, probably because I don't want to use Uncle Sam's plan for my IRA, my largest asset. I'd like to have my own plan, Randy. And if I like to have my own plan, how do I make that happen? And that's where we chime in with the tax map, Randy. When we start doing this tax map, we break down to the penny how much Uncle Sam's wait till 73 plan could cost you. And how much, you know, having your plan, retiree X and Y, Jack and Jill's tax plan will cost you. And to me, that is the big win for retirees is to take control away from Uncle Sam, stop trusting them and using their ideas for your retirement dollars and start controlling it. Take the control back, get it out of their system. And if you do that, Randy, then you control how much you take out. You control how much you pay each year to the penny because you can pull the levers. But if you wait till your spouse dies, you lose a huge tax bracket opportunity because you no longer have the you know couple filing rate. And if you both pass and it goes to your kids, well, guess what? Those kids are probably going to be at their highest earning rates, and they're going to pay that kiddo's penalty where they're going to pay at their rates, not mom and dad's. They don't get to use mom and dad's tax rates when they inherit mom and dad's IRA. Nope. They have to use their working high tax rates, and they know that they have to take it out over 10 years, Randy, so they don't get to stretch it over the course of their lifetime either. These are huge items that are getting missed by the financial industry almost every plan we see, and that's why we jump in so hard to get people woke up, you know, like, hey, this is a huge opportunity. It shouldn't be – you shouldn't feel, like, guilty paying taxes. You should be excited, and because what you said earlier – it's on sale. Yep. These taxes are on sale. Let's get that IRA out as fast as we freaking can. Usually takes between five and seven years for us to get your full IRA out. But the elation you'll feel is whether you convert it to a Roth or just take it out and put it in an after-tax account, you don't have to pay tax on anymore. Your kids don't get their inheritance with the tax bill. Your spouse doesn't have to worry about tax planning. All of these things are taken care of. And not only are they taken care of, but you paid an exponentially lower amount of tax. I mean, if you think about 15%, on a $500,000 IRA, I mean, shoot, Randy, you know, that's, you know, 75 grand where what if I had to pay 40%? Well, that's 200 grand. That's $125,000 of savings by planning with your plan versus Uncle Sam's. You know, no matter how many stories you hear about people living into their 90s and 100, and all of that is true, the average age for a man in this country at death is 83. So why do you think that they keep pushing the RMD age up from 70 and a half to 72 to 73 to 75 so that your kids are going to get that big tax bill? You can do something about it. Greg said it at the very beginning of the show. There is another way. Give us a call at Golden Reserve. Here's our number. Here's our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Start right there. GetYourRoadmap.com. Or you can give us a call as well. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. So at the end of every show, we have Greg kind of go through what happens, what the roadmap is when you give us a call. Now, Greg, one thing that we want to make sure that we talk about in every single show is income. I want to know my employer has a paycheck that I'm getting, and now I'm developing a paycheck. How does that work? We need to spend a little time on that here as we close the show. How does that work, the income tent that you talk about? I'm really concerned about that. Most everybody is. Absolutely. So, Obviously, you pay yourself income based on the assets you have. 
So the most important thing is to protect those assets first because they are going to be feeding. That's your pension. You're building your own pension with your IRA, and it comes out of those assets. So the first line of, you know, defense is getting, you know, all of those things in order so nothing can take out of that income bucket. And, you know, we talk about the market flashlight, the tax map, the fee filter, the long-term care compass. Those are our protective measures that are part of every roadmap that you get to talk about, obviously, the risk of retirement, you know, your IRA tax plan, you know, how much are you paying for your investments in your advisor? What are you doing for long-term care, the biggest risk? But the cool part about all those is once we get all those in place, then we transition to the retirement tent, Randy. That's the income piece. And what we do there is we show people what they spent the previous year, what they brought in and where their assets are at. And we do that every year. Simply, it's not an income plan. It's not an income budget. It's not to tell you what to spend or not spend. It's so you can sleep well at night, Randy, knowing, oh, my gosh, I projected out over 30 years. I still have a million dollars in my account. Go spend some more, right? That's what we're telling people. Go spend some more. Go spoil your grandkids. Do an extra trip. Buy an extra vehicle that you always wanted. We don't care. Go spend some more. The retirement tent is built to show you that you're not going to run out of money. We projected out over your life expectancy with a 0% growth, with 2% growth, 3%, 5 7% growth, so that you can say, listen, even if my money doesn't grow at all, as long as it doesn't go backwards, based on what I'm spending and my income, holy moly. In 20 years from now, that's what my balance is going to be? Yes. Go spend some money. Enjoy retirement. Chase your dreams. You know, those are the things that no one talks about anymore. The whole idea of retirement is supposed to be awesome. That's why we have our connection visits, our first meeting. Our second meeting is our possibilities meeting. We focus the whole meeting on showing you your roadmap so that you can then say, oh, my gosh, maybe I can buy that piece of farmland that I've been looking at. Oh, my gosh, maybe I can buy that place in Florida. And then our third meeting is our vision meeting. Where do we go from here? You know, while you may be wrapping up at work, we're just getting started, right? Retirement is where we start. And we got another 20 years of work to do for you. So these are the things that we do with every client. They get the three meetings. They get the roadmap. And, you know, it's at no cost, Randy. So all these things usually are a very different experience because they've never been told to spend their money. And that's what we're trying to tell people. Like, you know what? We don't take a pay cut like the industry every time you spend your money. We don't take a pay cut when you have conservative investments. We don't take a pay cut when you do tax planning. And that's what makes us different. And not only that, for retirees, we have attorneys and CPAs walking around that work for you all the time in-house. We're not going to send you somewhere else. We take care of it all under one roof with our roadmap for retirement, Randy. You build your whole life right now on that paycheck that you get every two weeks. You know what you can do. You know you have to pay bills here. You know what you can do for fun. You know what you can do with that paycheck. Do you know what your paycheck is in retirement? And if you don't, you should. And let's figure that out together. Let's do the math on that. Let's figure out all that you've done and what that does for you every single month so you have the freedom and the confidence to go out there and spend. And let's also talk about all those outside forces that are grabbing at that money. The market, Uncle Sam, advisor fees, nursing homes, and on and on it goes. Let's build a protective moat around what you've done for your retirement. Give us a call. Go to our website. We put the roadmaps together for you at no charge. Getyourroadmap.com. That's our website. Pretty easy. Getyourroadmap.com. You can also give us a call. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. We'll see you next week right here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com.
Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RAA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as an investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RAA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC NPN number 1655411.